Hey guys, and welcome back to What Happened to Us, and I'm gonna have an intro of an intro, you'll find out, in about 5 seconds, or 20 seconds, however long this takes, but Nate and I had a fun time talking about some nostalgia, really, to be honest. Nate aged us in the process of all of that, because this week could have gone into a dark place because of what's going on in the world, and uh, the fun stuff that we didn't get to because we recorded a bit earlier than normal, which I'll reiterate again. Um, which is oddly pointless, but that's me, and that's this show. Here you go. And we're back again. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome. A bit earlier in the week for recording, so we apologize if you guys are worried. You're not hearing us talk about things that happened yesterday that happened today or whenever. Well, uh, why is is something important going to happen on Tuesday of this week, Hugh? Is there anything, a, anything, anything newsworthy that's happening on Tuesday of this week? Is, down there, in, some, uh, is there anything I can think down of? In the Sunshine State, perhaps? Uh, is it? Wait, what? What's happening down in Florida? Perhaps a court appearance of some kind? Oh, that, know. yeah. Uh, it's hard, hard, hard to I, say. I forgot about that. I, I, no. why I, for, I didn't forget about it. I just realized it was like a... That's a thing. And uh, when it comes to uh, politics and us and saying, oh, everything's going to be fine, um, didn't yeah, was, go well for us last say, time. We have, we have precedent where we recorded on January 5th. Was it the 5th or did we record on the 6th? No, no, we did record on the uh, 5th. I think it was the... I think because we're like, oh yeah, they're gonna. Uh, you I know, was to, after after tomorrow when they certify the election and. Uh, yeah. I believe I was editing yeah. that following yeah. day, being like, "Well, that didn't go well," uh, and I didn't make a comment in the in the intro to say otherwise. So, whoops. But then again. Uh, it was kind of like I, I heard I was listening to uh, a podcast last week where they had on an author who just published or just released a book about the um the intertwined uh business dealings of live golf and the pga oh and his book had just come out and uh did not include the, the latest merger? news so he was kind of like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need to re-release like an appendix there uh because uh that's unfortunate unfortunate shocking i don't even know what to think about like the live like for those of you who don't know, Live Golf was created by the Saudi sports conglomerate or whatever the, you want to call the, it. Well, it's the what do they call it? The People's Investment Fund. Yes, the PIF, which is the yeah the wing of the it's the Saudi royal family, but yeah. it's basically the government money for what they want to spend money on. Uh, like so, they invest you know invest in all things uh, and. They, yeah, they invest. They 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 started the live golf. Right. Uh, la, was that last, last year, year or two years? Yes, last year, uh, and it was a big. Well, it de- depends on your definition of success or failure. It was a failure. Uh, businessly, business, yes, but in the same way that Twitter, as a business entity, is an absolute failure for Elon. But he's doing what he wants it to do, which is to destroy it. Uh, he wants to destroy it. Well, no, he um, wants to make it a, an echo chamber of his thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, basically destroy it. Yeah. Um, but he that the Saudis did not get into the golf game to make money because they don't. No, they, it's the, a PR they're, move. They're, the the money, as long as we drive gas cars, the money in that country is, and I don't think the oil is drying up anytime relatively. It will at some point. 
The thought was it was really. running out, and it was it was a big yeah. move by America to let them run out of oil, then start tapping Alaska. Um, yeah, that's that doesn't seem to be because the U.S. is sitting on a freaking boatload of oil that they haven't even tapped into yet. Yeah, yeah. So, that's then, uh, that, that's yeah. what the thought is. So that, then, yeah, they started live. They uh, started they soccer got league. Some, got oh yeah, they got a soccer league. But the, the live, they got some big, the big name golfer. Well, they offered money to everyone. All was the it nine hundred million dollars to a uh, tiger? Uh, reportedly, it was eight hundred million to Tiger. Reportedly, they offered five hundred million to Rory McIlroy. Guaranteed money, people. So just guaranteed so you know. money up front, up front. Which part of the? I mean, Tiger had, was Rory to his credit stood on his uh, stood on you know yeah. moral grounds by saying I don't want your money because it's blood money. Right. And he's still blood money. doing that. But. And he's still... Uh, Tiger, on the other hand, is... Tiger was wishy-washy about it. He did turn it down, but it wasn't so much on the moral ground, so much as that he had a huge problem with the... Essentially, the non-competitiveness, because they pay you 500, 800 million up front. doesn't matter how you play. Yeah. Like, you know, it's always been a merit-based sport where you make money. I mean, you get your endorsement money, sure. But you, like, the... You know, that's that's the that's the top you know, 1% of the golfers who you like, who are not, maybe not 1%, maybe top 10% of the golfers who are household names. The other ones are literally making a living week to week, mm-hmm. you know, getting that $5,000 check. Cause you came in 70th place, that kind of thing. Um, so the Saudis basically took the competitiveness out of it. Cause you got paid your money, no matter what you still, the, the tournaments still have purses, but it doesn't matter when you're, when they paid you that much up front and they paid Phil Mickelson. He was kind of the face of live. Because they they paid him two hundred million. This is all reportedly. Nobody's quite sure the amounts. Brooks Kep, Brooks Kepka was, I believe, paid around one hundred and fifty. Dustin Johnson one hundred and fifty. So all these big names, um, fl- you know, they they fled over to live, even though the golf was subpar. Nobody was really playing for anything because they didn't need to. The um, it wasn't. They didn't even have a TV deal for the longest time. They finally got sort of a TV deal. In that the live tournaments were aired on the CW well, network. Well, did they pay for that? But they pay for it, so that's not even a deal. They're paying to get on TV, which you know, if you know television deals, that's the opposite of what I you think. Want if to they happen. had kept it on YouTube, they would have been better off. Probably because the CW, most people, uh, most people don't watch the CW. No. I did it back. I did it well, back, back in the heyday when back Dawson Creek. Well, back when it was the WB. Right. This, I can honestly say I don't think I have watched it since it's become the CW. Uh, probably uh, a re- rerun here and there, maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. But yeah. But that was the whole thing: is the PGA was going to keep become a keep a stay a separate entity and be like, no, we're not. We're going to be you know legit. We're not taking your money. And then they folded, and essentially they, they're calling it a merger. But in reality, the Saudis are in charge. Yeah, they just they bought. PGA. Yeah, yeah, they bought their way. They bought their way in, and, and the, the uh, commissioner. And so now all the so yeah, and the PGA was was holding its ground, and that they were not going to let the players who fled play in most of the tournaments. They had no control over them playing in the four majors: the, the Masters, U.S. Open, PGA. Right. The, the some it's we call it the British Open, but it's actually just the, called the, the Open. Open. Yeah. Um, but the PGA has no control over those four, so those those players that fled could play for those. Um, but now, now that it's merged, all those players that fled for the money are coming back. So they ended up winning. They did, even though they they, they took the blood money, but they ended up winning. And people like Rory are 
furious because they had no he had no say in. no it's not just that um, they're furious about it. like imagine this is like you swore by the pga you backed them and then yeah. they go ahead they don't announce it to anyone they don't have a player oh, no, vote. They, they, they just they did it there was they're like yeah because the, the we'll take the, the money PGA did, pga does not have a union like the players don't have a union no. so there was they don't really get paid no if they don't make the cut they don't get paid yeah so no. you can see why certain players are like uh yeah yeah, what, yeah. no what? i get it i get it and it's you know, and yeah, like you said, they they the Saudis started their own soccer league that they they managed to uh, get like Ren- a washed Ronaldo, but and still Cristiano Ronaldo is still a huge. They got name. another they, guy recently from Madrid. Uh, uh, uh Kazim. Um, All right. What's his name? Uh, it's like Kazim, Kareem Benzema. Benzema. Yeah, Benzema. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's again a very good player? He was. He was. I think he won the Blonde Door. Like the the top player in the world like two or three years ago so he's a good player but yeah they and they tried to get messy by offering by reportedly offering messi a billion dollars per season it'd be it wasn't a, it was a 1.2 billion for two years i believe that was yeah yeah that's probably yeah that's probably closer um and but went up to 1.6 for three which is a lot of money that is a I lot mean, of money but now messi now we're going to sports talk messi signed with inter milan FC, I believe is what it's called. Or Miami. 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 Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And uh, yeah. So he's coming to the U.S. Woo! And he's getting a Beckham type deal where he's getting stake in profit sharing with Adidas as well as uh, At, well, Apple. Because yeah, yeah, MLS has a an exclusive deal with uh, Apple TV where that's the only way, only place you can watch MLS is not only do you have to have a subscription to Apple Plus. Which uh, a lot of people do because it's you know yeah it's there's some good shows on there, we'll get but there. on top of that, you have to pay for the MLS package. Mm-hmm. So I you know I have Apple Plus, but it would be an additional like twenty dollars per month to get the MLS on top of that. I'm like I don't watch enough for that. No, we have friends who would. Oh, we have yeah, absolutely, and and it's unfortunate because you know St. Louis has a team now, and I've not gotten to watch it one one game because they're they don't even have like oh, actually that's not true. Last uh, last week of the weekend, I think it was last weekend, they did do like a a one off free weekend where it aired on like local regional TV. Oh, there you go. But that but that was just like a one off. The MLS should be I understand going the Apple TV route, but at the same point in time, if you want to build the market. I... They're getting to the point now. MLS is getting big. There's there should be a relegation system coming in the Probably. near future. Yeah. Like and yeah, and it's it's but it's going to be huge. I mean, Messi like you've already seen it all. The ticket prices we don't even, are through the roof. We don't even know when he's going to start in MLS. His technically he's now under contract with the MLS because his final he his contract ran through the end of the French season, right? And so he's done. So he can start playing whenever he wants, but nobody's quite sure when he's going to start. And despite that, every single Inter Milan game, home and away, for the rest of the season is completely sold out. And and the resale Inter Miami, like the second, what did I say? Milan. Damn it! You got me. You fucked me up here, man. Yeah. It's all you. It's did, all I your say, did I say Inter, Milan? You said Milan. Yeah, uh, you, you messed me up. Um, yeah, so Inter Miami, excuse me, uh, like a friend of the show uh, who has a uh, Kevin, our buddy, he sold it for a, a very nice profit. Like so, that Miami's coming to LA in at the in September, and we don't even know for sure if Messi will be playing by then. Probably will, not sure. Right. He just he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna put him up on StubHub, see what happens." He sold him for a very tidy profit. 
probably for uh, what his season tickets were worth. If yeah, I'm being it's honest. gonna be. Yeah, yeah. He said it's. Yeah, it's, so it's it's you know it's gonna pay off well. Uh, but there's already been some uh, backlash from among the Fox News crowd. I don't know if you saw. Uh, people are already complaining about how Messi doesn't speak English. Oh, uh, basically giving him shit, being like, "Well, you you know, if you're gonna come come to play America. over here, you should you should speak English." And it's like clearly you don't watch professional sports because half of Major League Baseball does not speak English. Oh, they know uh, that. That's why they were yeah. upset with the uh, Shoei uh, Otani winning. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the the thing that really is funny that they get super pissy, and I get this because it's it's just it's funny is that a lot of the players do. Yeah, they're just they not just comfortable. Not. Like, famously, um, uh, Ichiro. Yeah. Ichiro, says, uh, Ichiro uh, speaks, not only speaks English fluently, he speaks it without oh, even an yeah. accent. Like, from people that have spoken to him, he doesn't even have an accent. Yeah. He speaks... But he, he, he but speaking he, he was English from like, a young age. Like, he, I think he... Yeah. That was his goal, was yeah, to play and, at and he was, Baseball. But he, he never spoke here. He uh, No interview. He did every interview... Every, interview through a translator because he's just like i don't want to deal with the media this is the easiest way to not have to deal with the media because if you start doing because the press just gets so fed up dealing with an interpreter because everything has to you know the nuance of questions gets lost so basically each is like this is how i don't have to answer questions because i just am going to act like i don't speak oh tony's the same way he can speak english he chooses not to and i go i get it it's your second language or third depending on that's and that is I totally understand with a lot of uh, Latino players in baseball who speak English but not well enough that I understand how they feel very uncomfortable speaking and you know they they their their words could be very easily misconstrued if they don't speak English well. I totally understand that. Totally understand. And you know Messi's going to Miami where he, he can speak English. He can speak he Spanish, Spanish all the time. Yeah. Nobody's going to give a shit. No. Um, but it's funny that Fox News is getting upset about. Oh, it. I love the fact that have have a, have a field day, folks. Like anyone who's and, uh, I'm at, at this point, I'm like I don't. I'm done. I'm done caring what you know well, fragile the, egos of like oh they don't speak English in America. I'm like there is no national language here no, for a reason. No. Well, the the uh, but the Brian Kilmeade from Fox Fox and Friends. Uh, he was the one complaining about it. Oh, and of course. He, in theory, he was probably joking, but I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt because Brian Kilmeade's an idiot. But he made the argument saying like, well, Beckham, he actually said this. Well, Beckham learned to speak English. Yeah. He actually said that out loud. Um, which if anybody else had said it, I'd be like, okay, that's a, clearly a joke. But Brian Kilmeade's an idiot. No, he's so an he idiot. Might not he, have, he, he might didn't. not have been joking. No. No, he wasn't because uh, they have to have subtitles on their TVs when. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The the Gallagher brothers uh, are speaking. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Noel was down in San Diego and uh, opted to. Uh, oh, this is gonna be good. Uh, for the Champions League this weekend, I I'm gonna we're gonna have some uh, nice background noise going today. If you can't hear that, Nate. I hear. Uh, well, I I hear something. What is it? That would be a. From my edger being ah. used outside because it's we are. It's. I was like, oh, they're on the front. It's front. Fine. We'll be fine. And then I'm like, oh, we got into the courtyard. But. Um. Well. Uh, so you know, because uh, a lot of people uh don't care much about sport. No. Uh, so uh, a slightly off more topic. Um. Did you see that? Uh. I am sure you've seen because it was a lot of people talking about it on Twitter that uh Saturday was the. 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. Uh, how old does that make you feel? 30 years. 
Wait, I thought 30. it came out in 94. Uh, no, 93. Um, and then it was also today. So it was a big, big weekend of uh, anniversaries. Oh. Yesterday oh. was the 30, 37th anniversary of Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Uh, and then today is oh. the 36th anniversary of Predator. So that's a big weekend. Um, uh, so I and, and I just you know I just thought okay I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna do a little fun research so no. I thought I'd pull this up. Um, Go ahead. The top ten movies of each of those opening weekends for all three movies. Mm-hmm. These were the top ten box office movies. Which looking back in the nostalgia, the fact that all these movies were out in the theater at the same time. Oh, okay. is is incredible. Okay, so um, the Jurassic Park one is funny because a lot of these movies are not necessarily good movies, but they're they're my childhood, so I remembered them fondly. Okay, so the opening weekend of Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, not Crushing. surprisingly, number one. Number two, Cliffhanger. Okay. Awesome. Makes sense, yep. Awesome. Number three, Made in America with, uh, do you remember that one, Whoopi Goldberg and yeah. Ted Danson? Terrible movie, but I remember it. Um, that's where she three. has a, a child via surrogacy or not surrogacy uh, something like that something and, like and that. finds out he's the, the father, father right. remember they, remember they were dating in real life that yeah. was weird um and then uh number three was a movie called guilty as sin which off the top of my head i don't recall uh number four guilty as sin dave dave, oh, dave, dave classic with, with kevin klein number number five uh, that was number five excuse me number six menace to society a classic Number seven, one of the more unheralded uh, um, Michael J. Fox movies, Life with Mikey. Oh yes, one? I do. Life that was kind of Mikey. like his downfallish territory. Of, like, well, it was. That was in his. He he had um he had some movies there like in that you know mid nineties era where not not all classics, but no. you know we, they can't all have classics. He did have two movies out, I believe, were at the same time, or maybe in my memory, I'm just remembering them being the same time. One was Life with Mikey, which did not do well. The other one was um, For Love or Money. Yes. Do you remember was, that one? Yeah, he played I like do. a hotel concierge with uh, starring... Oh, that was uh, the, a good his, one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. his his uh, love the, the female lead was Miss Gambrel Anwar, who, uh, who had a nice run there for a while. Wait, wasn't um, she uh, Father of the Bride? No, no, that was Kimberly Williams. Gabrielle Noir was Three Musketeers, he, um, and then she was also on the show Burn Notice. That's okay. Oh, yes. oh, oh, and she was she was also the female lead in If Looks Could Kill with Richard Grieco. Right. Oh, classic Grieco. Classic. Uh, okay, so just to top off this top ten, number eight, Hot Shots Part Deux. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Sliver. Which was like, you know, oh, the wow, that was a uh, Sharon Stone. Poor man's basic instinct. Yeah, yes. that's the poor man's basic instinct. Equal amount of nudity. Uh, and then topping off the list, number 10, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, um, such a bad movie, that one. And Greedy oh, was the other movie I was thinking of that Michael J. Fox did oh, in, in 94. That one, I, I actually enjoy Greedy a lot. That is actually one I will rewatch. Yes. Uh, that was, yeah, Nancy Travis. That one had a great cast. Um, okay, so that was that. Then so now here is the list of the top ten when Ferris Bueller came out, um, their opening weekend. Now this thing is like an all-star cast. Number one, Top Gun. Okay. Number two, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Really? Yes. Ferris number three. Did... What? Ferris wasn't number yeah. number two because no, this is opening weekend. So okay. uh, Fer- Ferris was number four. Wow. Um, number three. Karate Kid, Part Two. Okay, uh, makes sense. Number five, 
Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. Ah, Beverly Hills Cop. What should have yeah, been? Basically it was, yeah, basically no, that, it was Beverly You know that Cop. story, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't know, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the Eddie Murphy movie, did not initially go to Eddie Murphy. Actually, they, whatever. The producers wanted, the writers wanted Eddie Murphy. He turned, like, got lost. Like, Stallone wants to look at it. Took Beverly Hills Cop, Cop took that script, and wrote Cobra, essentially. You know, it's funny you say that because I saw another thread this weekend that it was also the anniversary of Beverly Hills Cop. I forget the year, but um, it was the, the, it came out this weekend as well, whatever year that was. Oh. Um, and the, somebody did a nice, like, long thread with, like, facts and fun facts about the movie. I had totally forgotten. Eddie Murphy 84. was 21 years old. In Fuck! 21. Well, he was 18 on SNL. Like, it's insane. Um uh, so okay, so that so Cobra was number five. Number six, Poltergeist two, the other side. Okay. Number number seven was Legal Eagles, which is kind of a shitty comedy with Robert Redford. Uh, number eight, Raw Deal with with uh, Schwarzenegger. Oh my God! With uh, what's his face? Uh, the Belushi, Jim Belushi, James, James, yes. Belushi, yes. yes. And uh, oh yeah, nine, where he's a Russian cop. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, not to be confused with the um, uh, Van Damme had a early movie early in his career where he also played a Russian bad guy called No Retreat, No Surrender. Uh, so they both played Russians fairly well. Um, okay, number nine, Short Circuit, a little problematic with the whole uh, you know Fisher Stevenson playing an Indian man. Still a classic. Didn't think Still about it when I was a child enjoying that movie though. No, no, we didn't. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm curious to know if it how problematic that was when it happened. It wasn't because there was no anything no, about it. Ben Kingsley played Gandhi, but at least Ben Kingsley has an ethnic background close. Like he's he's not Ben Kingsley's not white. Like he's I, not white. Yeah, but um, but you're right. No, no, no I agree. But like well, Fisher Hockey. Stevens is certainly not Indian. So yeah. He's nothing close to Indian. Um. Uh, okay, so that was yeah. There were a lot of problematic movies back then, as we've discussed at length. Um, uh, and then uh, to, to close out the top ten for that weekend, Space Camp. Oh, Space fantastic. Camp, a classic, a a forgotten classic with a hell of a cast and a traumatic hell of a story cast. to end it all. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Fourth grade, uh, yeah. A, a ludicrous p premise of a movie ludicrous like but, but made you want to go to space camp that's for sure it was yeah it was i had one of my best my best friend growing up he went to space camp in alabama this did not happen so if people don't remember the movie the premise is these teens go to space camp children is a thing Matt, that they exists, were children is the thing that exists but in this movie they end up going to space some robot not a thing it's kind not of not a thing that happens yeah. yeah but hell of a cast uh you had tate donovan you had a young Kelly Preston. You had um, uh, Tom Skerritt, who I feel like is in every movie that has to do with like NASA or flying from the 80s. Uh, hey, it's hell, Tom Skerritt, Top Gun. He had a hell of a top 10 that weekend. Um, the, but the best, uh, the, the, the newcomer to that movie was a young Joaquin Phoenix. He played the, the young boy who had the robot friend. Um, but he did not go by Joaquin Phoenix by that back then. If you look up the credits of that movie, he went by Leaf Phoenix, yes, which was a name this. that he temporarily gave himself because he was jealous about all his siblings having like wild, you know, outdoorsy names like River Phoenix, Summer Phoenix. 
um, the sister Summer Phoenix. Um, and he was given the name Joaquin. So he just decided to start calling himself Leaf, Leaf Phoenix. And he was credited in a few movies as Leaf before he switched it back to Joaquin. Um, I believe it, Kate, uh, Kate Capshaw, Mrs. Steven Spielberg, she was also in. She was. She played Space Andy. Camp. Yeah, yeah. Leah Thompson. Um, oh, it's a <coughs> banger of a cast. Uh, uh, exactly. And it's a forgotten movie. It's a great movie. And they go to space. Uh, okay, so last, and then the last one. So this, the top 10 movies that came out when Predator came out. So this is the weekend of June 11th, um, or uh, June 12th, uh, 1987. So this is the following year. Okay. Number one, The Untouchables. Classic. Classic, yes. I actually just read a night, because that the, the anniversary of that coming out was last week, I read a nice thread about that that had some fun, fun facts about it, about how um, De Niro originally did not want to play um scarface uh play al pacino scar al pacino uh al capone right uh, that would have been funny if, if de niro played al pacino um so the bat brian de palma's backup was bob hoskins which looking back bob hoskins would have been a great al capone yeah he could have handled like that. the look no had problem. the look and yep. everything in fact and um and they had to, and then de niro decided last minute he wanted to do it so Brian De Palma felt so bad that they they paid Bob Hoskins five hundred grand to not be in the movie because of because of like how they put him out like he was like it was like the eve of them starting to shoot and Bob Hoskins even joked later on saying that he had no ill ill will about it at all and told told joked with Brian De Palma and said if you ever need to if you ever want me to not be in a movie again please call me right um but okay so uh, the number two. That weekend, The Witches of Eastwick. Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, who Cher? Else was in that? It was Cher. Who was the third woman? It, it was it was Michelle Pfeiffer, Cher, a third woman, and Jack Nicholson. I can't remember who the third it's woman always was. That, there's always that. Uh... Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, Witches of Eastwick. Um, 90, it was, wait, it was in 92. It was a huge star. No, it was 87. Yeah. It was a huge star. I just It's Cher, Michelle Pfeiffer, and... Who the hell was the third one? Oh come on! Uh, I, two was... seconds. I'm I'm, I'm okay. scrolling. Okay, well we'll move. We'll Susan Sarandon. Uh, Jesus. This is Sarandon. I knew it was a big star. Uh, okay, number three, Predator. Uh, Predator opened at number three. Uh, number four, Dragnet. Classic. Nice, uh, back, when, back when Tom Hanks was doing comedy, him and Dan Aykroyd. I miss the Tom um, Hanks good comedies or not so good comedies. He, can, he was just he can very still good. he can still pull out some comedy. He pull he still got that club in the bag. He just doesn't use it very. No, often. I don't like the fact that he doesn't. Use, when he does it, he it's more eccentric these days. Um. Yes. Like well, Michael Keaton did the same thing. Like Michael Keaton also did the same. Mm. Like started in comedy, oh. shifted to drama. Gung Ho, but still, but Mr. Still, Mom, but still kept that comedy edge. Mm. Uh, night shift classic oh um but okay, okay and continue then on uh, with this list these okay number five another kind of forgotten classic roxanne oh steve, steve martin. martin one of my steve favorites steve martin uh you know ridiculous telling of cyrano de, well it was just a retelling of cyrano yeah but still like the modern whole... setting yeah um it had yes yeah, starred uh, daryl hannah and then the the third person was a personal favorite of ours rick rossovich Famously played Slider. Slider in Top Gun. Um, number six, all-time great, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yes. So imagine going to a movie theater on this weekend in 1987, and those five movies are in the theater at the same time. Um, number seven, another forgotten classic, Harry and the Hendersons. My God. Harry and the Hendersons. 
num and then the last three kind of suck. It was Benji the Hunted, which was just one yeah, of it was the, Benji. No, Benji. Um, and then the number nine was the Believers, and number ten was Million Dollar Mystery. I don't recall those at all. But I was just shocked. Like I know it's nostalgia, but like I feel like if you looked up like the top ten movies of June twelfth in two thousand eighteen you're not going to see 10 all-time classic movies like you did looking that up in 1986, you know? And maybe that's just, you know, just looking, we, we just feel some sort of nostalgia looking back that far, but that's just a lot of great movies to be in a theater at the same time. Yeah, fully agree. Um, I finally, uh, uh, well, we, 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 we were off last week, but I saw them last week as I finally got caught up on a few uh, movies in the theater. Oh, finally oh. saw finally saw Guardians. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Definitely better than two. Don't know if it's better than one. Um, a very nice closure on the series. Uh, like, left it open for if they wanted any spinoffs. I doubt they will, because pretty much everybody in the cast is like, yeah, we're done. I think only... Chris Pratt is open to coming back as Star Lord at current time, and and I think that's more of a I'll come back in a Marvel universe, like not come back for a fourth Guardians. No, no, um, no. I know Batista's done. He's like I'm. Batista's done. done. Batista's done. And the other one, and it was a it was just great closure. Like yeah. with that, I'm okay. not going to ruin it, but no. like it was a it was, it was great. It was great. Love the end. Um, and then I also saw Fast. Did you end up seeing it? I did not end up seeing it, no. Uh, oh, my God. My God. It was um, breathtaking in its stupidity, but also awesomeness. Okay. Like, I would rank it mid-tier in the Fast movies. Certainly not the worst. Nowhere near the best. So, so I would above rank the last probably, one. I'm Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't rank all ten, but I would put it in the five, six range. Okay. All right, that's that's five, not bad five, for the six, tenth movie. To be and honest, it's, yeah. Oh, nine sucks. Definitely yeah. better than nine. Definitely better than Tokyo Drift. Definitely better than Too Fast, Too Furious. So that puts it at seven, right? Uh, there. fair enough. I actually um, really enjoy Tokyo Drift, but you know what? You're you know what? you're not wrong. Okay, so I might it might definitely better than Too Fast and definitely better than Fast Nine. Okay, now the question is: Is Too Fast like the worst movie? Yes. Okay, unquestionably because i'm like it's the still one of the more realistic ones they have well so they were giving they, credit they were there still, they were still dealing with racing at that point yes um uh, like it's actually grounded in reality now i will say this for this one um to an extent the so it was a uh, new director because the famously that uh justin lynn who quit who directed like who directed like half of them uh quit after filming because he, of his his falling out with vin diesel yeah um well, he, he, he gave the classic uh, creative differences, but it, it was Vin Diesel. Oh, no, Vin Diesel. Um, like, obviously, if Vin Diesel's fighting with Jason Momoa, we know it's Vin Diesel. That's that's the best thing. That's my So that that's why this movie ranks so high. It's as absurd as it is. Um, it is made so much better because Jason Momoa is amazing. Okay. That's... Because he is... He is just having so much fun. Like, the trailers do not give... I do not do justice to how much how quirky and eccentric and fun his character is. I saw somebody describe the character as um, if Heath Ledger's Joker were being played by Jack Sparrow, like not Johnny Depp, by actual Jack Sparrow. Like he's that quirky. Um, 
and it's incredible. Like he says, every time he's on screen, he's doing something ridiculous and fun, and you can tell he's having a blast. Like like I told you, very comparable to Colin Farrell in 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 um, uh, Daredevil, where oh. Daredevil is a shitty movie, but you go back and watch it, and Colin Farrell makes it a good makes it, it makes worth a bearable movie because because he's clearly just having fun. so much fun doing it, and that that goes a long way, and it's jarring to see. Um, uh, Momoa against uh, Vin Diesel in the movie because Vin Diesel is taking it so seriously. You would think Vin, Vin Diesel in his own head thinks he's doing Shakespeare. He thinks he's doing like Shakespeare in the park and he's not. Like his acting is terrible and the script is terrible and he, but he's taking it so seriously like all the family stuff and you know all this stuff and Momoa is just like nah I'm gonna have fun and that's why you keep seeing these stories in the press. Like it it didn't get great. It's doing great. It's doing fine in the box office. Yeah. It did not get great reviews. And 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 Vin Diesel is out here like trying to throw Momoa under the bus, saying like, "Well, you're the reason it's bad. You didn't take this seriously enough." And it's like, no, no, he's the reason anybody would go want to see. The movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's just over the top. They're bringing. Uh, I'm not going to ruin that, but I will just say this that um, they open the they just opened the Pandora's box by bringing Han back in the last movie because now they're just bringing people back that died movies ago. They're just all coming back. Yeah, like and there's no explanation. It's kind of the you know like the 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 everybody makes fun of the uh, Rise of Skywalker when Palpatine's back and their only explanation for Palpatine being back is as Isar, Oscar Isaac just says somehow Palpatine sur- Palpatine survived and there's no explanation. Uh, how he like, knows oh. that Palpatine survived is the, yeah. the other thing. Um, there, now, the funny thing is you actually, if you are a nerd like myself in the Star Wars world, do you know that Palpatine, Palpatine was still alive? Like, there's this whole series about him having cloned and his, his force being transferred oh, into yeah, a cloned yeah. body of himself. So, whatever. But it's well, like... They can, well, see, in science fiction and fantasy... You can either do that route, or you can do like the the Marvel DC, just as like multiverse. Yeah, well, fuck it, we'll bring everybody back, multiverse. But in the real, see, even as ridiculous as the Fast franchise has gotten, they're not like multiverse ridiculous. So them explaining yes. like like Han coming yet, Han coming back in the last one where they explain like that he faked his own death, and I'm not gonna ruin who comes back in this one, but there's no explanation at all. Um, but but then the one thing that is just not baffling to me because I totally understand why. So they've they've refused to kill off Paul Walker's character, which I understand because out of respect, they they don't want to kill the character. Right. So the character lives in the universe, but there's absolutely no explanation of why he's not involved in anything. Like it's it's gotten to the you know. So they mention him in every movie and how he's off doing something else. Yes. Without any explanation of which in the beginning was like. You know, he was off. He wanted to protect the kid. You know, they have kids. Uh, and 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 in the in the, I think I think he died making seven, seven. Yeah, it was seven where he died. Uh, and they you know they finished that movie using the his brothers as body doubles. Right. And they um, CGI'd his face on. And so they didn't have to explain it in that. But eight, nine, ten, they they kept mentioning him, but he was always off doing something else. And they in 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 I think it was in eight. Uh, Mia, who's played by Jordan and Brewster, who's his wife and the you know the mother of his kids, she also was off doing whatever with them. So they were off together. But in the last two, Mia's joined the group again, and it's right. like, well, now you—it's hard to explain why why Paul Walker's not here. Someone's got to watch the kids, 
and it's fan. Yes, but but they're fam. getting to the level of like world prevent it, this. It's the Avengers problem. Oh yeah, like yeah. where once Avengers happened, all the future solo movies, there's no explanation. Like so, when you have like Thor or or Spider Man like trying to solve these world these world these problems that are encompassing the entire world. It's like, well, where are the Avengers? Because they could probably help you right now. And there's no excuse for where they are. Mm. Um, it's you know, they, well, they try to. They'll be like, they actually the the one attempt they made like for why Captain Marvel wasn't around because Captain Marvel is the you know the most made powerful. In the 80s. Well, yeah, no, but remember in um, it was in uh, Infinity War. They they at that point she had been introduced. Um, she they knew she existed in the in the world she right. already been introduced but they couldn't explain like why she wasn't around and then she showed up in infinity war and they even made a comment like where have you been and she even said she's like you know there's a lot of shit going on in the galaxy right yeah. like basically saying like i had other places to be it's not all about you yeah but in the in terms of the avengers where it's mostly about the world like earth there's really not an explanation for you couldn't get one of them to show up like, why is Spider-Man doing this by himself? Um, but that's how it feels like these world problems that the last Fast movies are. There's no explanation for, like, so where is he exactly? Because they could use him. They could use him. I did I did like the idea oh. of them doing the crossover with Jurassic World. Bringing that, that awesome. element into it. Honestly. honestly I'd be okay with got, this. At this they, point. They've, got, they've gotten to the point of just defying... Uh, just to, although I will say this, oh, so where I was starting, my point I was starting to get. So Justin Lin left the franchise, and he was replaced by um, the French director, like it's like Lawrence Larinay or something like that, um, who's who who he decided that he, I and I can't recall you might if you're looking it up some other films he's done. He's done some really like good action movies, and he his whole thing was that he wanted to get it more grounded in reality, like more practical effects and things like that. Um, so it's a little bit less absurd than like say nine where they went to space. Um, um, uh, Leslie or what was his name? Um, Louis, Louis, Lou. Okay. Yeah. I was afraid it's a French name. Yes. Uh, uh, he but, did the transporter, which is his. Yeah. That, that was it. That was it. I knew it was that. Yes. Transporters, which is, which reunited him with Statham. Yeah. Um, and now you see me. Is it as well yeah, as yeah, the, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. the incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. If that helps um, any. Oh, you know, that wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, the transporter, that's what I was thinking, transporters. And so and it, it, so it's it's actually funny you say that because um, so they tried to get as away from these ridiculous CGI car chases. Uh, but the weird thing about it is this movie was like just an absurd number of fist fights. Like most of the movie did not take place in cars. It was just fist fights left and right. And it was like fist fights between good guys and bad guys bad guys fighting bad guys good guys like good guys are fighting with each other like and it's just there's no there's no point like at one point um uh they you know they bring back a lot of there's so many former villains that just they bring back and you know like they they bring them back as good guys like you know several movies back statham statham went from the the uh movie number seven villain to by movie number eight he was a good guy right hell hell the rock was a bad guy when he was introduced well, was um, he a bad? He was a good guy. Just viewed. he was he was an antagonist. He was an antagonist. He, he was a, like he was not he was not the villain, but he was against the, the guys family because he yeah. was the law. He, he was, was the, the law. law. They were the criminal. Oh, the yeah. Law. Then, I he, am the law. then he joined the side. 
Uh, now Charlize Theron's a good guy. What? Sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort ish. I mean, it, plot wise, it works. But like, if like something she, worse comes she, around, and she's like, "Well, I have to help to save myself." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah, well, no. And there, there, there's even a comment in it where she even says like that she's getting along with Vin Diesel because the enemy of my enemy kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, but like, just so many fist fights, and it's absurd, and it, it's open ended. Like the ending, it's. This is what I'm so confused about. And again, I, I hope I'm not ruining it. I'm not going to say the movie because, OK, it's it's called we knew it was part one. We knew that it was 10 was going to be multiple parts. Oh, I did not know um, that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. The, the, so it was going to be two parts. So the fact that it ended completely open is like in the same way that like Fellowship of the Ring ended completely open because you knew the story was continuing. continuing yeah. But like so but like this movie ends mid scene. And it's like, okay, I guess we're tuning in the next time. But the thing that's too really baffling to me is that, so it was supposed to be broken into two parts. Like this was, it was supposed to be, they never called it that, but this essentially was supposed to be part 10, or Fast 10 part one, and right. then Fast 10 part two. But now at the premiere of this, I believe it was in, uh, like uh, Vin Diesel said, well, no, he, he's like, you know what? We think we're actually going to do three now, not two. Uh, and people are like, what? This is news to us. So now there might be three ver- now three movies of Fast Ten, but the the thing that's baffling to me about that that me that tells me they haven't written it yet. No, like oh so no, they they've written it. Happen- it's just really fucking long. They're gonna they're gonna change. They're gonna do something. Um, but it's just absurd, and, and it's turning into like an Avengers situation where like they're bringing every they're bringing the entire band back together. Yeah. Every everybody that survived and some who have not uh, the previous movies are mysteriously back that so makes it's, absolute it's gonna, sense to me at this point in time, so basically like, we're we're looking at a by the end of whenever this ends we're looking at a vin diesel standing there like chris evans being like assemble like everybody's going to come out of a portal like the end of end game spoiler alert and it's just going to be that it's paul walker that. ain't walking through one of those portal portals though i you know what at this point i don't even know Hugh. i don't even know he might walk out it would it would be just as explainable as some of the other uh, other characters that they brought back, mm. um, but yeah. Anyway, so I but do I regret seeing it? Not a chance. Not a chance. No, well, no. Um, I'm happy and, you and enjoyed now, the film. It's a and because this was this was these were my two films of the two movies so far this summer that I had to see in theaters because as we've t- discussed many times, there are only so many movies that I actually need to see in the theater. Like last last summer, the only two I wanted to see were um, Top Gun and Thor. No, yeah, Thor. Top Gun and Thor. Yeah, Thor um, didn't turn out that great. No, no but I wanted to see it. I yeah. still wanted to see it. But you're no, you're right. Uh, this summer, it's this. These two. It was Guardians. It was uh, uh, Fast. Uh, it's the Flash. I do want to see the Flash. I can wait. Um, I do want to see it, but I can wait. Is that does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. But you know what? The, when that first trailer popped out, and 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 you first saw Keaton, oh I was yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, yes. But now that I've seen like multiple trailers, I'm like, I'm not as actually as as into it as I thought I might be. Um, but I'll I'll still probably see it. But Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is coming out, and I've actually read an early re- review of it, and it's actually the early review was good because in in this critic, this critic acknowledged how much they hated Crystal Skull. So this person is, is saying like, "Oh, it's much better than that." That's not really so. The, that's a low it's bar. It's a low bar. No, but it's Let's a low bar. But there's a there's a 
dragging out an 80 year old Harrison Ford, there was a chance it could be on on level with how bad that or worse there's always a chance and the fact that they had to redo the ending uh i thought the rumored ending was bad i think we talked about it a couple weeks ago and i'm like that's a bad idea in general but i mean it gets you out of the verse that you're in it's doing exactly what you're talking about the metaverse multiverse yeah whatever and it's and it's um uh, you know, and they they said that the, the, yeah, the, so that that's the only actual re- review I've read of it so far, and I was like, okay, that gives me hope. Uh, you well, know, they said that Phoebe, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridges, Bridger 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 Bridger. Um, Did you say Bridgerton? I I yes, I probably was. Yeah, yeah. Um, they said she's great. They they said, and this is another one. Getting back to the short circuit, uh, the problematic is um, Jonathan Rhys Davies playing Egyptian. Uh, when he's he's a white Welshman and he's playing Egyptian. Yeah, let's get that last name uh, right then, if we're gonna acknowledge his uh, heritage. Davis. What did I say, Davies? Yeah, everyone says Davies. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's the E. The E. It, it, okay, Davis. There's a okay. there's a reason. Like it's funny. To it, it has been acknowledged why in America it is Davies and not Davis is because the English Davis didn't want to have the Welsh Davis exist as the same Davis in their heads. Um. So that's why the Davies became a thing in America. Because anywhere else in all of Britain and Ireland, it's Davis. It's just, that's... Mm. That's interesting, okay. It's just kind of a funny little thing. I was like, because I think I was... It it was drilled into me as a child that I was saying it incorrectly. But I'm like, I'm going to take it by the Welsh people in my family. I would trust them, sure. Yeah, sure. It's a few... That's that's one of my funny things. But, uh, no. Uh, yeah but you know that was another one of those characters that like you know you remember fondly from the 80s you're like yeah it was of its time a white man playing egyptian with a very stereotypical accent and things wearing a fez cap um but then bringing him back now this critic was like yeah it's jarring to see now it's one thing to go back and watch it in the old movies but to see it now it's it's like you're not gonna get rid of him while he's there you know it's like well well, there's really no reason to bring him back he wasn't in crystal skull no like you could just not have him true now the unfortunate thing is that you'd love to have marcus brody back but unfortunately that actor died you can't bring him back well um kind of paul walker issue there but and Sean Connery, love to see him, but yeah, he honestly, time wise, you think about it, they were older then. They were old in uh, Last Crusade. I mean, given Sean Connery is what, like five years older than Harrison Ford? 12, 12, 12 years 12? older. So I guess in theory, he could father him technically, but not likely. It's not Sean likely. Connery, he could have fathered him. It's it's not as bad as Cher playing Meryl Streep's mom in Mamma Mia Two, and Cher is three years older than Meryl Streep. Yes. Or or there was a, or same with uh, Angelina Jolie playing Colin Farrell's mom in Alexander, mm. and they're they're basically the same age. I think there was one movie where it was actually the actor playing the parent was even younger. It was just absurd. The yeah, there was a bit went. of an absurdity recently with Emmy Rossum playing the mother of Tom uh, Holland. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland, yeah. And that new yeah, that uh, was... Apple TV. is I don't know if it's a movie or a series. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of know. Apple TV, I did watch uh, Ghosted recently with Chris Evans. and uh, oh, 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 how was that? I, it was it was solid. Oh, I mean, don't I, need I to heard, go see. I heard that their their chemistry was not great. No, like, but it was it was fine. I'm like... That... Which is, 
which, which is weird because they actually had good chemistry at Knives Out. On the Armas, yeah. The Arm, I don't know how to pronounce it. The Armas, the Armas. Like they were. I mean, they there was not like a like a sexual chemistry between them in in Knives Out, but there was chemistry. Yeah. Um, but um, in this one, there's but in this one, there's because this is kind of like a. Uh, like not terribly dissimilar from like a Mr. And Mrs. Smith situation, isn't it? Like, like they're supposed to have that kind of rapport. They do have a like a it's a back and forth kind of like you're overly needy and like there's like an and they get mad at each other like that if this makes sense they get mad at each other they feed off each other's energy that way but the... well a better a better uh, comp would have been like moonlighting right mm. like where that's like a yes. like a love hate but they have great chem like despite the fact that sybil and bruce willis despised each other the chemistry they had they had great chemistry. oh what's the um pierce brosnan steel something is steel remington mm. Remington Steel. Remington Steel. Yeah. yeah, that was another one where they did not get along. Oh so yeah, much. that was. Uh, I can't think of who that was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Um, oh, look at us. Well, we, that's it's, that's interesting. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a silly movie. It's like nothing to write home about. It's like, oh, you need to see this. I was like, I was bored. I was like, ah, oh, I got some time because I've been cat sitting for a week, and I was like, part of the reason why we missed this episode, uh, we tried to piece it together. But eh, timing it wise, it didn't pan out well. So we're like, uh, we'll just not that people care if we're here or there. Laura Holt was her name. Oh, that that is not who I was thinking. Oh no, yeah, sorry, sorry. Stephanie Zim Zimbalist. Zim Zimbalist? Was it that that was a character's name? I thought for Remington Steel. The... So, huh. uh. um, Doris Roberts uh, was, in what was it. it? Doris Roberts, really? Yeah, St. Louis, St. Louis native. Oh, there you um, go. The uh, that was just I, one thing I had written down, just because of the, uh, the earliness of Apple the show TV. or the Apple TV. No, no, the, the the Apple TV thing reminded me is um. So, what would you have thoughts on this new Apple Vision Pro goggles thing they've uh they've, they've released or teased that's coming out? Have you seen this? Have you seen this movie um, called Idiocracy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I have actually. I love. I love a good documentary. You know yeah, me. You know the funny thing. Uh, you, you, I found out this little tidbit of history as well that came from uh, *Idiocracy*. The stupid shoes, as they call it in the in the movie. You know what they? Because they didn't have a big budget, obviously, for that movie. They they needed to find a young brand that could possibly be a futuristic shoe that looked ridiculous. Do you know which ones they chose? No. Crocs. Ah! You know what? That was perfect. That's actually perfect. Because so. if you're making a movie now, and you, like, I mean, that was, what, 15 years ago? It was some... No, longer. That was, no, like, was 20 long... years ago. It was... It, that, that was one of those... That was, like, that was like mid-aughts, I believe. I think it was, like, 05, 06. I... Like, it was a long time ago. Um, and so 06. If you're gonna... And so it was okay. the anniversary was of that release. That's why that popped up for me. And the was, um oh, that's funny because if you were to if you were to make that ago. now and come up with the dumbest shoe you could think of the croc would still be the answer so that's funny um but it, this google goggles thing is like i mean it's like congrats you just invented something that google invented fi 10 years ago uh, which didn't i mean the google glass did not take off no but, but this one's even more absurd because this one is like physical goggles like it looks like you're wearing ski goggles which I'm not sure how um, easy. I mean, is that intended to be worn out in public, or is that just what you're sitting at home looking through? Like, 
essentially it, you're wearing these goggles and it's like a it's it's a VR, but you're also looking and it you're looking at reality, but you're able to see all your home screen and all your apps and everything on your like in, in your vision in your field of vision. Right. Um so I guess in theory it's like you can do other things while you have this going on or you can watch things on these goggles. But it's like Google Glass did that, but Google Glass was small enough that you could actually be out in public doing it. Like, yeah, it's like you're wearing nobody C goggles with this one. It's yeah, like, yeah, you're ready player it just, one is what it is yeah but it's like i don't i don't really understand why you need it uh and and the, the price point already is a little like the way they like you know apple has that 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 expo every year where they announce their big things like that you know that's how they announced the i i remember when they announced that when steve jobs did the iphone it was like back in like whenever the iphone came out like oh six oh seven right um where it was a big deal like steve jobs came out and was like i introducing the iphone and people are like what Ooh. apple has a phone that's insane um and so they do that every year and so like this is their big splash so and they introduce like the price point is starting at they they said starting at 34.99 like three thousand five four hundred ninety nine, but like somebody did some digging on it and being like that is actually not going to be the case like technically speaking yes that's the starting point of most basic model but nothing will be that cheap no so it's like like what do you really need this for that much money no people will buy it because they're fucking insane when it comes to apple oh like, oh people buy anything now. people don't Absolutely. text me anymore because i got off the the tit yeah well it's this this the funny thing is that we actually we talk more over um ig um well, yeah. dms and twitter dms than we actually do by text because as, as you acknowledged yesterday we've we've become uh memers all we do we've... all we do is share memes and the funny thing is is that the, the we we share memes in two different ways you share memes with me on instagram right. and they're mostly uh football soccer related like the, the uh, cheesy little gifts making fun of other clubs. Yeah, usually. they're all they're all British British produce like they're you know they're made by Brits all making fun of British of English football. Uh, mostly Tottenham is the butt oh, of yeah. most of the oh, jokes. Oh yeah, fantastic. But, and, uh, Tottenham and Arsenal, um, and then all I send you on Twitter are uh, the food, the food, footy scran, footy scran, which is like. Uh, you know, it's pictures of. It's got of, sense uh, to Twitters people. If you want to be a happy place yeah. in Twitter, Footy Scran. Oh yeah, go at Footy Scran. Oh, um, fantastic. S S C R A N. Because um, all it is 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 somebody if they they post photos of food that's sold at soccer stadiums around the world with how much it costs, and it's remarkable. Like some of this food around the world just looks insanely good. And you you can tell what part of the world is by the price, right? Like, like you can get just think, these plates of like down in South plates America, like plates. Brazil, huh. Central America, these huge plates of food for like less than two American dollars. Uh, and, and, and then, then you then go to America, show, like, you get a slice of pizza for fifteen dollars. Yeah, or or England, English prices are pretty high too. Yeah, they're more but, like, reasonable. But Let's most, yeah. So I'm just constantly sending Hugh these these these. Uh these scran pictures and that's how we converse now is just memes and and, and just memes the memes in the show yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. it's okay but but yeah but you know i don't have to see your your hideous green bubble uh this way this is very true yeah, yeah. and yeah. strangely enough you respond faster to like a, a twitter dm than you actually do to a text because it's usually on the computer 
That and I'm sense. like, I'll, it'll sense. pop up. I'll get him. I'll be like, oh, I'm right here. Do, do, do. Because that makes sense. The new setup I have, I have like a massive monitor. Like where I'm like, I can put like five things up on once so I can write, have internet and blah, blah, blah. And Twitter is up there as well. For some but i always but i always know if i need a response from you faster it's faster to go through twitter possibly or or, or ig yeah who knows you know uh, eh, well nate on that bombshell of a note we got footy scran in yes we did finally we, we finally. snuck it in a little our, bit was, we didn't was, go quite as was, deep as we should it was it was getting on the verge of being our uh jimmy kimmel introducing matt damon situation still kind of is we didn't quite go into it too much we just kind of explained no because we'll keep we'll keep that one uh you know in the pocket. We'll keep that Back one shelved pocket. in the pocket. Uh, yes. You need to keep that in the chamber if you want to use a gun analogy, oh. which is prob- probably shouldn't be using gun analogies much anymore. Um, eh, you're in St. Yeah. Louis. I think gun analogies just fit fine right there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>